is the Ain't That A Bitch podcast. I think we're on episode 17 now. Can you believe it? It's countdown to uh, episode 20. I got some problems. Now, I really hope that this is still relevant by the time this comes out on Sunday. Um, and I think it might be. But, so, holy fuck. The world is on fire right now, right? First, it was, well, it was a lot of things. But in the spotlight was... Uh, the pandemic, okay, the global pandemic of COVID-19, um, recently found out that that, the 19, all jokes aside, it literally, well, the name literally just stands for coronavirus disease, and 19 is for 2019, which is fucking stupid, because even if it started in 2019, everyone associates it with the year 2020, not a single soul, like, you're just setting people up for confusion, like, fuck, people in, you know, 2073 are gonna be looking in human history books and be like, COVID-19, yes, so it was the great virus of 2019. Nobody on Earth remembers this as the virus of 2019. It was 2020. It ravaged this year. Last year, it came in, like, December 30th or something. What's the point? Ridiculous, but whatever. That's scientists, right? I mean, come on. Uh, Spanish flu. Wait, no, no, no. SARS. SARS was also a coronavirus. It got called SARS. What does that mean? Go Look up what that stands for. Anyways, why does that get a name? And then COVID is just the word coronavirus but broken into four letters that's idiot it's so stupid i couldn't even finish the word anyways point is we've moved on from that well now you know the rest of the world is still dealing with that figuring it out uh a lot of the memes are saying because that's my major news source a lot of memes are saying the world is recovering you know europe is recovering from coronavirus and then while the u.s is doing its own thing whatever get to that um let's be honest Without disregarding everything that's happening in the U.S. right now, the rest of the world is far too eager to get back to business as usual. Some countries, some smaller countries, are starting to reach a, uh, a, a pace like uh, like China was pretty good about doing and getting down to like zero cases. Like, But Canada, where we are, they're like, start opening up businesses again. You start going all over the place. It's just asking for a second wave, let's be honest. It's just asking for a resurgence. So, let's be real, guys. It's The rest of the world isn't really healing. Severe but... acute respiratory syndrome. Okay, that sounds about right. Yeah, so coronavirus is SARS. Okay, give this one a name. SARS-2. SARS-2 electric boot. SARS-2, uh... You know, what's the word? Cardiovascular boogaloo. Um... <laughs> Anyways, so the U.S., you know, while the other countries may be working towards a better world, not, I wouldn't say recovering fully, the U.S. is digging themselves deeper and deeper into the shithole that the world is in right now. And you know what? Good on them. Sure. Why not? Anyways, uh, so for the, everyone knows, but so for those of you who are trying to make un, uh, opinions while uninformed, you know, get fucked i'm about to drop some knowledge on y'all so the reason that uh the riots and looting and protesting has been breaking out in the united states uh was because of <clears throat> one george floyd a black man who had the police called on him at a convenience store or something uh after reportedly trying to give the cashier a counterfeit bill okay so that's the first thing right he was accused of a crime, a legitimate crime. Whether I and I, I would assume that it was he actually did 
give the counterfeit bill now is up for debate whether or not you know he intentionally passed it on or what because you know he could have been the recipient of it himself at some other point down the line and not realized it regardless he gave the cashier a counterfeit bill so the police were called on him it wasn't like some situations where policeman just sees you know a black dude in the street and then like reaches his hand into his back pocket and the police guy shoots him or something you know which it does happen okay uh but this was different there were police called to the scene to arrest the man so they did so great did your job uh then i don't have i didn't hear anything about whether or not george floyd really uh resisted or arrest beforehand but after the handcuffs were on him there is video evidence and many people clearly stating that he did not resist as uh the police officer who was in charge of the arrest uh kneeled on his neck literally kneeled on his neck um put his knee into his throat and and just uh suffocated him and you know what here's the part where i feel like details aren't important like okay i get it for maybe humanizing reasons people talk about like oh you're saying i can't breathe i can't breathe who gives a fuck okay you see the video the audio isn't necessary it doesn't matter what he was saying it doesn't matter if he was yelling obscenities at the police officer he was murdered in cold blood that's in in the story right okay so that's pretty disgusting that's pretty fucked up right um we can all agree on that what shocks me is that this is what pushed people over the edge because let me tell you this is nothing new this has been happening in the states forever all all the time okay at one point it was you know legal and, and socially acceptable to do so and then after it no longer was after civil rights movements you know people like the kkk still around by the way they're more frowned upon socially, but still around, you know, okay, it's not illegal. Uh, so, you know, hate groups like KKK, white supremacists still exist. But what's more, law enforcement, police officers who have, again, in the past, it, w- it would have been considered totally fine for them to uh, profile and mistreat African-Americans. Now it's not, but it still happened and it still does happen, obviously so. So... It is amazing to me that this was the thing that got people over the over the pushed people over the edge, and I can only assume it was something to do with the video footage and the fact that it was slow. Because, well, also okay, and there's obviously more to it, but in the past stories I've heard were just like police officer saw a guy, uh, you know, saw a black dude doing something suspicious. They're like gonna arrest them immediately, pull their gun, of course. Uh, because that's always what a police officer does when they see suspicious activity. Immediately pulls their gun or like a taser or a pepper spray or whatever. <clears throat> and the dude just like reaches into his pocket and they shoot him. You know, it's like he was going for a fucking candy bar. I don't know. <clears throat> or it'll be just, or it'll be simple stuff. Like, you know, uh, a guy, you know, you call your neighbors, call, call cops on your neighbors because they're playing music too loud or something. First of all, they can move, but it happens okay police come and the guy's like holding a, a a knife to chop some vegetables they're like he's got a weapon and shoot him he's dead i think the actual story was i, I think i'm pretty sure i mixed two stories one story i heard was like <clears throat> it was just a dude fighting with his wife all right and then like he was holding a knife because he they were arguing in the kitchen so he was holding a knife at the time to cook with and then they just shot him anyways and then the other time it's like second hand where <clears throat> white dude gets in a fight with a black guy white dude like shoots the black guy because he's got like a knife or something you know 
and then the police officers, you know, don't arrest the white guy, or they still arrest the black guy after he got shot or something. But see, this, I guess, just was more intense in people's mind because it was like the whole. There's an entire video of the entire process of him suffocate, slowly suffocating to death, which is a really <clears throat> uh, awful way to die, right? It's pretty horrific. Um, I wouldn't want to suffocate. So, and then for something like a counterfeit bill again even if he had entirely malicious intent he entirely intended to give this cashier uh, like a counterfeit i think it was like a counterfeit 20 whoop the fucking do he saved 20 dollars. i mean jesus christ i mean it's the u.s so it's worth like uh 25 canadian dollars still big fucking deal i mean goddamn it's not there's literally no way of seeing it any other way than that shouldn't have happened although i'm wasting my breath saying that not no one is openly agreeing that that there was anything okay about what happened right obviously no politicians are that stupid except maybe donald trump but other thing that got people riled up is of course coronavirus is is still you know very present in people's minds now the media has completely stopped covering the virus right they've completely gone and ignored it because uh you know there's something new and interesting happening in the u.s which is of course the only place in the world that the news media ever covers so no one's talking about it anymore. But the actual people who are freaking out about this Floyd thing, it's partially because, like, they've been in their homes. They've been stuck in their homes for, like, two and a half months or something now. Okay? Uh, some of them longer, some of them less. And they're freaking out. And in the news, all they've heard about is is corona goddamn virus. And then finally something happens. Police officer killed a black man. Perfect. Something else to get upset about. Something to release my energy through. Because guess what? You can't throw hands with a virus there's nothing you can do about that so you can punch a police officer in the face absolutely is it a good idea no but under current circumstances it works a lot better than trying to beat up a virus that's just the matter fact of the matter i mean viruses super scary super dangerous but you can't see it it's not tangible it's really hard to get mad at or fear something that you cannot see or or be smart about it or resist it you know you take the precautions it's like it's like protecting yourself from the boogeyman. It's like I'm wearing a mask. Why to protect bad air from getting into my lungs, right? I, I can't touch my face because it's like the cursed hands. of I can't see what's on my hands that I'm not supposed to get on my face. I'm just taking it. But a police officer killing a black man. It's very obvious. It's so blatantly, scarringly obvious that it's it's almost in a sick way, almost a comical contrast to the coronavirus. The two things, you know, that have destroyed america as we know it are one completely invisible undetectable but killing tons of people and one only killed one person but in such an obviously visual way that it just it sparked such a more violent reaction so that set people off okay going out protesting protesting is great protesting is super patriotic I i fucking love protesting that's my favorite thing about america is that whenever people start resisting uh authority i can be like you know, again, people who like whatever the authority is doing right now, okay, uh, <clears throat> all those power sluts, they're like, well, this sucks. What are you doing? Stop. No. No. Stop resisting. Stop protesting. Whining. Snowflakes. No. This is great. Protesting of any kind. I don't care what you're protesting for. You've been protesting, you know, against human rights, whatever. I don't give a shit because that's what America was founded on was protesting shit they didn't like okay and they did it in a really cool way they dumped tea into the ocean it doesn't sound that cool but i mean 
can you think about it? It's like badass land pirates. It's like reverse pirates. A shipment of supplies was sent to them, and they were like, fuck it, we don't want this. And dumped in the ocean. Okay? Also, old, like, classical America came up with a lot of badass, sick-ass rhymes for the stuff they didn't want. No taxation without representation. Anyways, America was built on the idea of, we don't like this, we're going to protest it. That's what America does, that's what it is. That's how they were supposedly supposed to make the best possible government in the world. was because, anytime they didn't like the government, democracy helps, right? But let's be honest, a perfect democracy doesn't exist in a population as large, in a country as large as America, or any of the countries that have adopted democracy over the years. Greece, Athens, it worked. It was a working system because it was literally a state the size of a city. That's what it was called. Okay, a city state, which means, you know, there was no people. Also, women couldn't vote a slight flaw, but also lowered the pool. Uh, and a lot of people who anyone who was a slave couldn't vote. Anyone who was an outsider couldn't vote. Only male citizens could vote. That system, that was a perfect democracy. If you weren't a woman, if you were one of the people who could vote. Because everyone could vote. Everyone in the place in, in, in the area got a chance to lead lead. At some point, they got a chance to run because there was just not uh, there was enough people for that to be. Possible. It was like jury duty, but fun, I guess. In such a large country as America, it just doesn't work the same. Doesn't work as well. Let's face. It. But to help support the dem- the democratic system, which even the founding fathers never believed was going to work, they it was just like this is the next step after we broke free of monarchy. We know we don't want monarchy. That sucks. And everyone knows that. Monarchy is the worst. So now we're going to go to democracy because we want the people to be happy. We want the people to have a feeling of freedom. And then from there, we're going to move into something new. And we just never did. But we probably should have. Founding fathers, they knew what was going on. But we didn't. We liked democracy because it was easy, I guess. You know, it, it had a lot of instant gratification. You want this? You vote for it. Everyone gets what they want. It's not how it worked. But at the time, we also thought slavery was cool, so... What do we know? Point is, along with democracy was the idea that any time the government did something you didn't like, not only could you, you know, vote for someone else, before the election comes, you just start yelling about it. You make signs, you throw parades, you go out and, like, dance and sing and play music very loudly. You just go out into the streets, you disrupt, basically, the status quo and say, hey, this is what I think. Fuck you. And that's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing about America and We've lost that, okay? America's been neutered, very much so. Um, and again, I'm not saying uh, I'm pro-anarchy. There's a difference. Protesting and anarchy are completely different because protesters know what they want. They have a single idea in mind. They want to make a change in their establishment, and they go out and advocate for it. Anarchists want to break down the system. And you know what? If you want to advocate for that, if you want to protest for anarchy... By all means, I'm totally cool with that. I think that's awesome as well. Especially because the system is as broken as it is now. Okay, anarchy is a pretty cool idea. I wouldn't want it. I would personally advocate against it. So then you get things like counter-protesters. That's pretty fucking American. I think that's awesome as well. It's It was a terrible thing that happened. There's that thing with the counter-protesters. It was, uh, it was about the statue, I think, right? Statue about of the uh, Confederate Confederate general. Some people want to take it down. You know, civil rights people, SJWs, whatever. And then some people, and then like some white supremacists came to counter 
that protest, to counter their protest, to protest for it to stay. And so it was two protesters protesting against each other simultaneously. That's pretty cool. It was it was kind of fucked up, but the concept of it I think is kind of funny and pretty awesome because you're protesting so hard that you're protesting against another protester who's protesting for something against the system. So you can be not even supporting the system but still protesting against what the other person is saying. A different change to the system than what the other person is protesting for. Now, if I've lost you, then you're clearly not an American, okay? I'm sorry, but that's just, you know, it's just me. Now, here's where my sympathies for Americans stop. This is not protesting. What's happening right now is not protesting, okay? Black lives do matter. It's silly that we even have to say it, obviously. Everyone's lives matter the same, you know, or, or none. No lives matter. It doesn't matter. Whatever you think of a human life is worth, that should apply to all human lives. Everyone who is a human, um, at least in terms of, you know, the color of their skin, the just physical pigmentation of their skin, their place of birth, their heritage, none of that really matters. Now, the actions they take beyond that point, obviously that can raise or lower your value. Some lives, in that case, don't really matter. Life, life of that cop who killed the man doesn't really matter. I don't care that it was a black person he killed, okay? He killed a person as a police officer whose duty is to serve and protect. Instead, he killed someone who is, uh, you know, probably guilty of really less than petty thievery, just the smallest offense. Okay, it would have hardly been, you know, you take it to court, he would have hardly been fined anything. But instead, he died. That's pretty fucked up. So that cop's life, I don't think is worth very much. I think uh, if they had a death penalty, I don't know if they had it. It was Minnesota, right? I don't know if they have a death penalty in Minnesota. But I think he very well could have received it because, you know, I feel like there should be an added, it's, it's a life for a life. He killed a man, he dies. But also, if you're not comfortable with that 50-50 split, there's the added bonus of the fact that his, uh, his job was to protect lives. Instead, he ended one. So... That's pretty wrong. So I think if they had a death penalty there, he was deserved of it. Uh, the police officers who stood by and watched. You know, I've never been one of those people who agreed with teachers who said, like, if you don't stop the bully, you're as bad as the bully. Of course, these are people who were on the same side as the bully and uh, thought the bully was supposed to be a good guy and also had guns and also were dressed the same as a bully and had the same job as a bully. So it's a slightly different situation here. I, d of course, don't think it's okay that they just sat by and watched so they should definitely receive punishment again some of these things just don't seem like they just seem like no-brainers to me now protesting for a cause like i said i love it it's it's awesome going online and telling people how much you love black people and how all cops are racist pigs and awful going out in the streets and beating up cop cars going out in the streets beating up cops yelling obscenities at them um assaulting yeah assaulting police officers that's not getting your message across very well okay and now what's more people going on looting looting stores you know destroying housing like i said those are just anarchists okay those people just want to break down the system or they're just teenagers or you know fully grown adults who just saw a situation of panic and pandemonium and took advantage of it and said, I can get some free shit. I'll be honest, more power to them. 
I mean, not really. I don't think what they're doing is right. Obviously, it's it's a crime. Okay, it's stealing. But at the same time, I don't like blame them for thinking that way. Okay, if they were if they these were the kinds of people who were already willing willing to commit a crime that they could get away with, then yeah, this is like the perfect crime. Okay. No everyone's freaking out. Everyone's losing their shit, flipping it. And you just see like a busted store window. Yeah, I'm, you're going to go and take stuff. Okay, if you're already a bad person or a poor person who can't afford stuff or even not a poor person, but you just blow all your money on drugs and cigarettes and, and booze. Yeah, you're going to go take free shit. Of course you are. And you know, or maybe you even don't know, in which case it's your lucky goddamn day. Because whether or not you know it, idiots online are going to then defend you. They're going to defend you online. You, the guy who really just wanted free shit. They're going to defend you saying, no, they're doing it for a cause. It's for Black Lives Matter, yeah. Black Lives Matter, steal shit. Black Lives Matter, perpetuate the stereotype that black people steal things. That's what we should do. Destroy property, you know. Destroy the property and, and destroy the burn down the housing and raid the stores owned by black people, where black people live. It's Black Lives Matter. It makes sense. Trust me. No, these are uneducated, uninformed people who just see the chaos, see anything being done by anyone who isn't a police officer or a politician and say, it's for Black Lives Matter. It's good. It's for the Floyd cause. It's for the cause. This is a good thing. And if you disagree with it, any aspect of it in the slightest, you're a racist. You're a white supremacist. Obviously, not everyone is this extreme. But the fact that there are people who exist that are that extreme, those people are idiots. I'm sorry. They're idiots. They're moronic. They're brain dead. You're not thinking straight. Now, look, I'm not going to get into the black square thing. Well, I will, but, like, I'm not going to... I'm not going to stomp on it, throw it under the bus that hard. I don't think it's terribly useful. But it is. It it doesn't do any harm. It may be annoying to people who are scrolling through their social media and want to see something else. But as someone who believes that social media, you know, abs we absorb too much of our lives into social media as it is, that's fine. Whatever. Okay, if it gets you off Instagram or Twitter for a day, that's cool. You know, you're just tired of seeing the black squares. Yeah, just go off. Don't look at it. I mean, it's like, to the people complaining about it, it's like when you talk about, and obviously I'm talking about Andre here. Uh, it's like you, you talk when, when people tell you about online bullying, you know, cyberbullying, and you're just like, that's bullshit. Just turn off your computer. It's the same deal, you know. And I'm not like I'm not accusing you of anything. I'm just saying you're right. Because I've heard people say, like, I think I'll just delete Instagram. I, I'm sick of seeing these black squares. Yeah, do it. You know, it's not a threat or anything. I'm just saying, absolutely. It's just like cyberbullying. Maybe they're not, they're obviously not being aggressive towards you specifically. But if something on the internet bothers you, you can literally turn it off. You can turn the internet off in your house. Not just on your device. You can turn the entire internet off in your house. Obviously, there's no need to go to such a drastic measure. But I just mean... It can't hurt you. It, it it can't bother you any more than you allow it to. So just if you're not if you didn't agree with the black blackout Tuesday thing, just don't look at it. If you close your eyes, ironically, blacking out everything. So it's even more blackout Tuesday. So that I don't care. I don't care. I don't think it's terribly helpful, and it, I don't think it's huge about raising awareness because this is such a huge thing that everyone believes in. I've always been one who believes that like a lot of people think oh, you know spreading memes and and hashtags and whatever circulating those when you can't like what's the point if i can't actually do anything a lot of times i i'm of the belief that you know raising awareness that's knowledge is half the battle so raising awareness is like 25 percent of the battle or something get that message out to uneducated people in this case 
everyone who's anyone, anyone who matters knows about the George Floyd thing. Anyone who can do anything about it. Because this is such an isolated event in America. So, just simply raising awareness for the fact that it's a thing. Especially just being like, Black Lives Matter. Yeah, that's that movement's been around forever. Everyone knows that. What's the point? Uh, that's not that helpful. If you're going to post articles, links to articles, you know, I've seen some celebrities that are actually doing pretty decent. They're posting relevant stuff. They're posting, you know, clips of people doing things that they agree with. Post Posted people just ran, uh, you know, c- uh, wreaking carnage across cities and saying that they don't agree with it. That's helpful. That's helpful to tell people this is right. This is not right. Don't be a fucking sheeple. There's uh, some people posting pictures of this chart. Okay, again, by the time this comes out, maybe this will have been on the news feeds of every single person in the country. Fuck me then, I guess. I don't know. But what I've seen is uh, this chart. It's the with eight can't wait. It's eight things that it's eight like laws or regulations that cities municipally can enforce on their police officers, police, you know, their police service. Um to help lower the lower lower like police violence you know by whatever 70 75 percent or something and it's just stuff like they have to give a warning before firing they have to or they can't shoot at a moving vehicle um they can't you know it's just it's stuff it's stuff like that it's just like things that police officers have to follow before using violence like they have to de-escalate a situation they have to resort to violence as a last measure you know they have to try every single other option before resorting to violence that kind of stuff that's useful because i didn't know about that now i do that's cool just putting a black square and putting hashtags i don't know i don't know what you're hoping to accomplish there uh maybe i mean i guess acting out in solidarity it's empathetic sure but it doesn't do much good especially not to floyd he's dead so sorry back to the matter at hand jesus christ if you're destroying shit fuck off if you're defending those people you're an idiot stop stop it right now you have to know what's going on you have to know what the purpose of this is and if you don't then just keep quiet and if other people don't know what's going on and choose to keep quiet they're being responsible you're being irresponsible so you need to stop you don't tell them they're being white supremacists so they're not helping the or if they're not helping then they're hurting the cause no you need to stop you need to sit down and rethink your actions all right because here's the deal if you don't know what's happening then you can't make a good opinion and you're just spreading basically 70 percent chance you're just spreading misinformation whatever you say whatever comes out of your mouth whatever shows up on your instagram feed is probably just misinformation Okay, you're just carrying it over from what you saw from your friend's Instagram post, from your friend's account. You have no idea what's actually going on. All right, I don't even know exactly what's going on. So I'm only judging the things I do know. Only based on the things that I've seen with my own eyes and heard from reliable sources. So I've seen cities on fire. I've seen housing on fire. I know that's wrong. I know I don't agree with that, okay? Because if you're burning down the places where people live, that doesn't help anything. And places where people live, they need that, okay? People need to live somewhere. They need somewhere to sleep. People in some of these big cities in in the U.S., okay, where 
I don't know if this hits as hard in Canada, but in the U.S., there's some people, okay, who's <clears throat> there's some people who the, the 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 gap of wealth, the distribution of wealth. There's such a disparity between the amount of wealth that some people have and the amount that others have. Okay, so the housing that someone lives in might be their only possession. Their bed and their pillow might be their only possession. They may not have a comforter on their bed. Okay, they may have. Uh, a sheer wool sheet which also acts as their jacket when it gets cold out so you burn that shit down they have nothing they have nowhere to go nothing and maybe they don't give a fuck about your cause okay maybe they're just trying to get by every single day so i'm sorry they don't have time to give a shit about what happened to george floyd maybe they do sympathize with him but they don't have the time to go out in the street and get on the action because you know what? They're standing in the street in line for, for welfare, all right? That's what they're in the street for, okay? They're standing in the street outside the church because the only meal they're going to get that day is the shitty soup that they make. So they don't have time to give a fuck about Black Lives Matter at the moment. Maybe they are a black dude. Maybe they're the lives that you're supposed to be caring about. If you're going out and burning shit, you don't care, obviously. If you do, if you're doing it for the protests... You're an idiot. Go home. Get out. Leave. Walk away. Quarantine yourself. Try not to get coronavirus, okay? Do what you're supposed to. Sit it out. But if you know what you're doing, and you're just trying to wreak havoc, if you're just trying to cause anarchy, then you already know why what you're doing is wrong. If that's what you believe in, that's okay. But you got to expect people are going to fight you. And right now, things are pretty fucked up because right now, things I'm seeing, police officers pepper spraying actual nonviolent protesters. Police officers beating up a senior citizen. Okay? Police officers harassing people. And then, other people going to police officers before they've done any of that shit and beating them up, screaming at them, destroying their cars, taking their weapons. Okay? That shit, that's not cool either. That's not helping anyone. And none of that, I never see any of that happening to the looters. Because the looters are probably smart enough to stay away from the police, okay? Again, that's not their fight. They don't give a shit. They don't care whether or not cops are good or bad. First of all, it's not that simple. But that's not why they don't care. They don't care because that's not their fight. They just want free shit or they just want to break stuff. And some people are just like that. You have to learn to accept that fact. Not everything that is done that is bad is necessarily for a good cause. Just because someone does something bad doesn't mean that they secretly had an underlying reason for it. Not even a bad reason necessarily, okay? Hitler, the things he did were atrocious. He had a reason. Was it a good reason? Maybe, to a very select few. He was trying to help Germany economically and in its social standing. He made Germany a powerhouse. He had a reason for it. What he did was targeted. It was purposeful. Okay? That doesn't mean you have to agree with it. You don't. There doesn't have to be a group sympathizing with Hitler. There doesn't have to be a group sympathizing with everyone. Guess what? Hitler was a minority. In the pl on the planet Earth, the Nazis were a minority. Do you really have to protect them because of that? Do they need someone advocating for them, standing up for them? No, they don't. So why do looters need someone advocating for them? Why do... Okay? Why do protesters need 
Violent protesters need someone to protect them. They don't. Sometimes people are just wrong. Sometimes people have a reason for something, and it's just a wrong one. Sometimes it is that simple. I've been trying to say this for years. Sometimes it is that simple. Not everything is 40-dimensional. Sometimes it's just two-dimensional. Sometimes even if it's three-dimensional. One dimension. They're doing bad things to the city. That's wrong. Second dimension. It's a very stressful situation. A lot of people are under duress. But guess what? Everyone in the country is. That's not an excuse. It's still wrong. Third dimension. They don't give a shit about the cause. So there's nothing for them. I have no sympathy, and you shouldn't either. Don't go making an argument where there isn't one. Don't go making a fight where there isn't one to fight. Don't stand and fight on an empty battlefield. You're wasting your time, wasting your energy. So now, what I've seen doesn't look like it's going very well. These looters, like I said, most of them are somewhat intelligent. So they're staying away from police officers because they don't give a shit. All they know is that if they get caught by the police, they're in trouble. Especially because right now, police are on edge. They're beating the shit out of pepper spraying everyone they see. So they're staying away from the police. So I haven't hardly seen any looters getting arrested or getting beaten up. I see them getting out of stores, getting out of the broken windows with stuff. I see the peaceful protesters getting beaten up. But I have hopes because if the entire country collapses, they're not going to be safe. No one is. And if that means a lot of innocent people get hurt, that sucks. But one way or another, if the country doesn't collapse and it gets its shit together, then the looters, they're still fucked. So I don't care. I'm going to let them do their thing because one way or another, it's coming for them, okay? The military might come in. They might bomb a ton of innocent protesters. But most likely some of that debris is going to fall on some looters trying to get some last-minute grabbing in from a store, okay? If that happens, then it's fine. It's worth it. It's done deal. I don't have to think about them again. I don't have to worry about them because they're dead or they're injured or they're done doing whatever they're doing. That's what I seen. That's what I know. And that's what I think about that. And that's all I'm going to say because I don't know any better. I don't know any more than that. And so I'm not going to dip my toes in the shit that I don't know about and that I'm not ready for. Okay. This is me making my educated opinions about things that I actually am educated on and not making uneducated opinions about things I'm not educated on, okay? Think. Use your head. Do what you think is right based on the information you have. Don't listen to people on social media. Don't listen to people telling you things. Go look it up for yourself. You have the internet now. You can find information about anything. You don't have to dig through a newspaper to find information. News can go on the can go on the internet and stay there forever and ever. You can find out anything you want any day of the week. Use it. Use it and find reliable sources, reliable sources of information and learn about what's going on. Don't be a dumbass. Educate yourself. You're in the first world. You can do it. You have the means. Enough. Damn. The other day I watched a uh, Chinese animated movie with my family. And uh, I'll be honest. 
Yeah, if you haven't been paying attention, uh, Chinese movies, they're starting to get into the mainstream, all right? So Chinook Theater, before it got shut down, obviously, started showing some Chinese movies, live action and animated. Uh, they're starting to step up. They're stepping up to the plate. And some of their movies are, I'm going to be honest, not half bad. Um, they have English subtitles if they're showing in, but a lot of them are in Chinese, which is pretty insane. But the one I want, we watched, I, well, I'd already seen it in theaters in Chinese. We watched it again so my dad could see it. And it was on Netflix, and it was in English. Believe it or not, they had dubbed it. Um, so, yeah, no, I mean, I'm not going to yell at you to go watch this stuff, but bear in mind, it's out there. It's an option um, if you ever feel like Hollywood's just getting too stale. To be fair, a lot of what China's doing right now is as always kind of copying off of Hollywood copying off of what America has already done you know they're reusing a lot of similar plot lines but just like with just like how you know British humor is not the same as American humor British style of movie making is not the same Australian movie making is not the same as Hollywood movie making you know so you can have very similar premises right Jason Bourne basically a car- carbon copy of James Bond still totally different movies because one's Hollywood one's British um, I haven't watched a lot of Australian films. The one that I liked called Red Dog. There's literally a movie in America called Yellow Dog. There's a million movies about dogs and owners and them doing shit. Red Dog is basically the Hachi story, which if you don't know, it's a Japanese dog who waited for his owner who who died. I think he was working in like mines or something or on the railroad, dangerous work, you know. Um, he used to follow his owner. To the train where he would go to work and then wait at the train station until he would come back home and uh one day the the owner died while at work and so his dog Hachi waited for him uh, at the train station until he died eventually as well he was waiting for his owner to come back uh i think that's a true story there's a statue of him in japan uh which is an awesome fucking story um anyways red dog basically the same story but Australia. Totally different movie. Liked them both. Well, the Hatchy movie wasn't bad. The story's better. Uh, not like the novel. It's just the story. The movie stretched it out a bit. But anyways. Point is, you can have the same ideas. Make a movie in a different place. Totally different movie. So, China. Taking the same ideas. Like they made a, a stranded movie. You know. Very similar. It wasn't really like Castaway because there's a lot of people. More like, I guess, Lord of the Flies. But that's kids. What was a movie where a group of people who were adults got stranded? There's shows. Lost, isn't that? That's a game show, though. No, it's not. Lost is a television show. Yeah, it is. Anyways, that kind of idea. I mean, okay, look. People being stranded on islands has been done a million times before. But it was a Chinese movie, so there are elements to it that we haven't seen before. It's a little bit darker than a Hollywood movie, okay? The, the ending was... It's fairly happy. No spoilers. Not that any of you are going to go watch it. I don't know if there's Chinese in the audience. If you decide to watch it, like, it's not a, it's not a Disney ending. Right, I'll say that. And it's a little more realistic. It's not as horrific as Lord of the Flies gets, but it's it's more in that vein. Anyways, that's not the movie we watched. The movie we watched is an animated movie, as I said. Uh, first really good animated movie I've seen from China, to be honest. Well, modern. Goes 3D animation, something that China has not gotten into very much of. In general, their special effects have been greatly lacking and still are for some reason. Their CG hasn't gotten there yet. 
Um, but this animation was done very well. It was done by this guy who basically just did short animations, stuff that you'd find on YouTube, you know. And uh, he just was interested in making a movie. And so he was able to do it. He had a group of people who believed in him. He had a mother, I guess, who believed in him. So it worked out in the end. And he made a pretty decent movie. He was inspired, again, by Hollywood, by things like Marvel movies, by that kind of action comedy genre. And in the way that most Chinese artists are, he was inspired by their mythology, their mythos. Which, if you don't know about it, is it's vast and really needs more appreciation in Western society. Because, don't get me wrong, I love Greek mythology, Roman, Egyptian's not bad, Norse, as much as the next guy. But, China, the Chinese mythology is the only one that's stayed around long enough that in China itself, and in the Western world, their mythologies, their legends are still culturally relevant today because their kingdom their country is as strong as it was when those myths were relevant greek mythology i mean the greeks use it they love it for tourism no one really believes in that anymore in china no one really believes in their mythology anymore either but they're still a relevant country egypt greece they're poor broken down countries again love them to death love their stories and the countries themselves nice places but that just doesn't mean the same thing. The West can do basically whatever they want with their stories. And just be like, yeah, you know, fuck it. It's Hollywood's uh, property now. China, it's like, no, we still own this as a country. They have enough power to do that because they still have enough cultural relevance to keep that. So something, someone that you may know. Sun Wukong. Or Sun Wukong. If you're white. The Monkey King. Monkey dude. Got a big staff. He's culturally relevant. He's relevant as hell. He's still showing up in video games, animes. If you know uh, the MOBA Smite, it's got gods and shit in it. They got some Chinese. They got Eastern religions in there. He's one of them. They're still making movies of the guy. He's, he's like the Chinese Batman. They've been making movies of him forever. They've been making movies and TV shows of him as long as they've had television. Because it's just that big a deal. Okay, because they're still relevant. Like I said, I compared him to Batman. Batman's not part of our mythology. He's just a comic book that got written. Been making shows animated and live action for him forever. But he, his existence has not lasted nearly as long. Okay, He's culturally relevant because he was invented, you know, like a couple generations ago. This guy, Monkey King, Sun Wukong, COG, Journey to the West. It was written thousands of years ago. It's an ancient story. And it was culturally relevant up until a point where they had television and then still relevant to today. That's pretty nuts. It's based on a true story. Lots of Chinese stories are kind of historical fiction because, again, China's got some sick-ass history that no one wants to teach in school because, to be fair, in all fairness, I would assume Western schooling doesn't actually know Chinese history because they don't tell it to you. Chinese probably keep it all under wraps, but if you're from China, you will know it because you will have learned it in school. So they got some pretty dope history, and yeah, they you can base a lot of stories off of it because they did shit. They would travel across the country and travel across countries to gather ancient scriptures to translate 
books and fight wars and all that good stuff. Um, but anyways, that's not what this was about. This show, or this movie, sorry, was called Nejia, and it was based off of a Chinese myth. And the character in it was, you know, here's the other cool thing. It was part of the kind of Taoist uh, pantheon, that mythos of, of gods and beings and demons. And it's part of the giant multiverse of, like, Monkey King and stuff. This character features in the beginning of the Monkey King story, the beginning of Journey to the West, when he... Like, Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe, uh, Monkey King basically annihilates all of heaven. He just kills everyone in heaven, like you do, because Chinese characters are badass. Anyways, this is one of the characters he beats up. As a kid, when I would watch Monkey King beat this character up, I always thought she was a girl. He was a girl. He wasn't. It's a guy. Sounds like a girl. Kind of looks like a girl. It's not. Anyways, long and short of it is, um, so we watched this movie, and they, they took some artistic license with it, right? They changed the story a little bit, but... It's it's about this kid who's like the they added stuff to it. So it was like a monster and uh these guys fucked it up and it was and this the big god dude was like bitch and then slammed this jar on it and it's like this the Chinese fucking love this jar, okay? In Monkey King they were like cooking immortal beans in there or some shit. It's pretty it's pretty serious, alright? And it just split it up into you know, little balls incidentally shaped similarly to beans. Not really, they were just orbs. And it was like, this is good thing, spirit pearl. This is a bad thing, demon pill. I don't know if that's an accurate translation, but that's what they used. Whatever. I don't know why they're one's pill, one's pearl. They're just the same thing. They're fucking orbs. One's blue, one's red, one's good, one's bad. Makes sense, right? So they give it to this one dude, fat ass Dao monk. It's just a monk. Just think of it as a monk. It's a monk with a, a, a horse tail fly swatter and a paintbrush. That's all you need to know. Anyways, this massive, fat, obese dude on his pig. He's got rides a flying pig, flies with his ears. I don't fucking know. This dude was like messed up when he wrote this story. He takes it down to earth, and then he's like, and the god is like, I like this guy. This 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 general man down on earth. He's not a general. He's like he's the leader of this village, and he like protects it and fights and shit. He's I, I like this dude. You're gonna give him a child. Classic Jesus Christ story, right? So you're gonna give him a child, and uh, oh, in three years I'm gonna murder the child because it's evil. Well, the evil side, the good one. He's like, you can have the good child. I don't know what the original plan was. I think it was supposed to have both. I don't know what his plan was, but it was weird. He's like, in three years we're gonna strike it with lightning. Why couldn't you just strike it with lightning now? Who knows? But he brings it down to earth. The other dude who was helping this fat down monk guy was also a disciple of this god dude. They were both his his students, his apprentices. You know, learn to fight from him. He's jealous because the other guy got the got the got the big immortal bean vat. So he's like, "Fuck you, man." So he goes, makes a deal with some dragons. Okay, dragons, big deal in Chinese mythology. You know, don't have wings. They live in the ocean. I don't know. I don't know how it works. I don't know how they breathe fire and live in the ocean. I'm just kidding. It's not fucking remotely similar to Western dragons. I don't know how where that crosses over. I don't know where Western dragons and Eastern dragons met. I don't know if they happen exclusively of one another. But it doesn't fucking matter. They live in the ocean, and they're like the kings of the ocean. So, this dude, bad guy, makes deal with the dragon. He's like, I'm going to free you, and I'm going to get the fucking spirit pearl, the good one, for you. Okay, because that's the badass one. It's not going to get destroyed, struck by lightning in three years. That would fucking suck. So, he goes to do that. And he takes over, like, the servants of this dude in the palace. 
or whatever, this fucking leader warrior guy who's like gonna have the baby, and his wife obviously is the one who's gonna have the baby. Anyways, point is, they're supposed to get both of those little pearl things, okay? And fat ass Dao guy gets drunk off his ass because, um, he the bad guy possesses a servant, and gives him some wine or whatever, so he's not paying attention. Anyways, long story short, he takes the good pill. Bad guy takes good pill. Bad evil demon pill is the only one left and so the baby is literally just born a demon okay this is a little demon baby it's fucking freaky and apparently this part's actually from the story it's like a ball of flesh okay it's born it's an orb of flesh eyes massive ass eyes anime eyes pop out on it and like a little tuft of hair and it just gets these big ass shark shark teeth and it just starts rolling around on the fucking floor and it's just eyes and teeth and like chomping at shit it's freaky as hell anyways Eventually, they're going to fucking kill it, okay? The, I mean, Fat Dao guy was not going to hesitate. He was about to murder this child. This newborn baby was about to be stillborn in, like, half a second. Uh, anyways, mom jumps over and she's like, no, it's still my fucking baby. Don't kill it. And he's like, okay, fine. It's going to die in three years anyways. Who gives a shit? But, so, the, 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 the dad is like, there's got to be something we can do about this. This is fucked up, man. I can't raise this thing. So he goes up with Dao Guy on his fat-ass pig. They fly up to heaven, and they talk to this dumbass cloud. And he's like, oh, you can't talk to God. He's, you know, busy or something. I don't fucking know. Anyways, and they're like, yeah, uh, it's like Interstellar or some shit, you know. One second up on the cloud world is like 50 million years down there. So anyways, we should better go back. So they go back, and some time has passed. doesn't fucking matter. This We go back and see the kid's like two years old or something. Okay, two years old, he's already, like, a teenager, but he's also tiny, like, the size of a two-year-old with the mental maturity of a teenager. It's fucking weird, but it doesn't matter. Uh, so he's, like, super emo. He's got big-ass, like, uh, fucking dark underlines under his eyes. And he's just sitting on the... Uh, it's just sitting on the palace wall. Like, this sucks. Anyways, so his mom comes back from, like, a mission. It's just like, yo, kid, we can play now. And he's like, no, fuck you. You're not going to play with me. He's like, no, nah, I really, we can play now. And so get out this thing that's like, I don't fucking remember what it's called. William, look it up. It's like, it's, it's like hacky sack with a feather. It's like hacky sack across badminton. If you know badminton, it's like the birdie, except it's a real feather. And it's flat at the bottom. And you kick it with your feet like a like a soccer ball. Anyway, she's like, I know you like to play with this shit, so let's do this. And the kid's like, no, you're not going to do it. And he's like, yeah, watch me. And the mom's just like, Poof, kicks it over to him. And he's like, oh, okay, cool, sweet. And he's like, Poof, doing all these tricks with it. And he like blasts it at her. And then she goes flying into the fucking wall and like cracks through the wall. It's called shuttlecock. So he shuttles his cock right into his mom's stomach. And she, and she busts through the palace wall. And she's like, give me my fucking armor. We're going to war with this bitch. Anyways, and so they're playing with this shuttlecock, and they're tossing each other's cocks around. And then the mom, at, like, she gets down on her hands and knees. Nothing sexual about it, but she's on the ground and panting, and she's sweating like it's dripping off of her face everywhere. I didn't think, I didn't try to make it this sexual. It just did it on its own. Anyways, his, her son's still playing with his shuttlecock. Uh, <laughs> anyways. Then, she's like, I can't keep doing this. And then, they get an announcement. It's like, there's another fucking monster outside the palace wall. And she's like, I got, sorry, son. I gotta go, you know, save the town. I know it's a pain in the ass, but I gotta... And his son's like, fuck you. And then he's like, whatever. And then she goes, and he's like, oh, shit. fuck this shit, I'm out. And so he gets past. They got these guards who are supposed to be guarding the palace so he can't get out. They're shit at their job, okay? They're comically shit. I know they're supposed to be funny. They're not. They just suck. He gets out into the town, okay? And this part's insane. He goes to the city. Everyone's fucking scared of him, okay? He doesn't have to do anything. He just starts counting up from 10, or up from 0 to 10. 
and they just start running. They just run and hide. And he's like playing hide and seek because he's a fucking baby. Okay, so he's playing hide and seek with him. He's like, oh, I found you, found you, found you. Anyways, while this is happening, this group of kids, okay, this group of like kids or teenagers or whatever, they're just like, we've had enough of this shit. We're gonna, we're taking care of this ninja kid. All right, we're gonna show this punk, teach this punk a lesson. Anyways, they're talking about that and they're like, I don't know, what are we supposed to do? How are we gonna stop this guy? He's a freaking superhuman demon. So there's like their scout kid, this little tiny little runt comes in. He's just like, I got an idea. We're gonna use traps. Okay, we're gonna trap him. I got a plan. He's like, all right, go ahead. It's like, okay, here's what we do. We get him onto this bridge, and one of the t- one of the planks is broken, so he falls through. He falls onto the ground into this canyon. Then that activates these like knives that are gonna fall at him. So he's gonna grab the nearest thing to protect himself. It's this pot. We put this pot here. He grabs the pot, protect himself, pulling that pulls a, a, a stick away that was propping up a boulder. So now a boulder's chasing him, Indiana Jones fucking style. And then he fucking, to get out of the way of the boulder, he, like, climbs up a tree or some shit, right? Climbs up a tree and, like, there's a beehive and he, like, breaks the branch or something and he runs from the bees and to escape the bees, he has to jump into the water, you know? You jump, you know, you do the trick where you jump into the water with the straw and, like, you breathe out of it. Anyways, the bees can't get in fucking water. End of story. So he jumps in the water, except the water is, like, filled with mud or some shit. Okay, and they're like, all right, great plan. It's not bad enough, though. So they go... And this is the most astonishing part. So they throw, like, sea urchins in. First of all, I don't know where they fucking got sea urchins. I think it's a coastal town, but still, they just had a ton of sea urchins on hand. It's ridiculous. Then, this is the part that astonishes me in every single Chinese piece of fiction with children I've ever seen. They just, all these kids just pull down their pants and start pissing into the water. They just start pissing into the puddle like it's nothing. Every Chinese child in fiction ever just has on hand an entire long-ass piss in their bladder at all times. I don't know how they can do it. Every Chinese child can piss on command. It's incredible. I don't know how. Like, are they just constantly having to go? It's ridiculous. This is what I'm talking about. This is not something you, you would never see this in Western entertainment. In fact, the kid literally has a baby dick at the start. When he's like a little ball, he turns into an actual like human figure he just got dick out and he's rolling around and they don't address it at all it's just a baby with a dick out on screen but these kids they no don't they don't hang dong but they turn around but they're just pissing into this lake anyways this kid scout guys who made the plan is just like this thing that's a little harsh it's like no it's not he deserves it anyway and so they get up to the start of the plan and they're like all right here's the part i don't understand how are we going to get him on the bridge the kid's like, like this, boom, motherfucker, and he pulls out of his clothes, and he's, no, he's the demon child, and so they're like, fuck, and then they run out of the bridge, and then they go through all the shit, and then they fall into his trap and jump into their own piss and urchins. That's fucking insane. Anyways, and then finally the actual kid that they mistook him for comes back and he's like, dude, I saw Najat, he beat the shit out of me and took my clothes. So that was fucking awesome. Then, he's walking away, and then the guy's like, you're a demon. And then he's like, what do you say, bitch? It's like, that's his chicken from, like, Back to the Future. That's his Marty McFly. He's a chicken or whatever. So he turns around, kicks a boulder at their heads. He It's a full-ass boulder. He kicks it so hard. He's going to annihilate these children, wipe them off the face of China. And then at the last second, fat guy comes in on his pig, throws the boulder away. It hurtles into a mountain and destroys the entire mountain. This kid kicked a boulder with the force to crumble a mountain at these children. Anyway, he saves their lives and he's like, this is fucked up, you can't do this. Whatever, some other shit happens. Uh, they like try to keep better watch on him, but he doesn't want to, doesn't matter. So they're like, what are we gonna do? We can't handle this. So the townspeople, they're getting pissed off. So they put him in a painting. That's right, they put him in a painting, blue clue style 
whoopie do she can do whatever the heck they say they jump into a painting and it's like a magical painting where you go in and he's got this magical paintbrush and everything you paint becomes real and all the all this shit they paint just becomes like physical shit he's like this is awesome it's just like a playpen he's like no it's a prison it's like civil war you know where uh tony traps uh, tony gets vision to keep you know scarlet witch in the compound it's like you're keeping me a prisoner it's like it's a fucking it's a playboy mansion it's not prison anyways he doesn't like it so they gotta be like it's like you're gonna teach you some magic and he's like i'm gonna teach you how to shapeshift he's like oh sweet that's all he wants this all this kid wants to learn kick-ass magic so anything he doesn't want to do this dow guy can be like i'm your teacher now you just come bribe him with like i'll teach you magic you just shut the fuck up so anyways teacher dumbass he is like you go practice that. he doesn't teach him how to do it at all he just shows him the hand motion says the words i guess that's all you need he doesn't teach him anything at all he's just like learn it and he goes and takes a fucking nap he wakes up and the kid he wakes up and the kid's mom is over him she's like yo i'm here to check on my son where is he and he's like oh he's just over there pra- oh shit he's gone where is he he looks he's in the pond and he's face down with a rock tied to his ankle he's drowned in the pond he's like holy shit so he pulls him out and he's like i gotta fucking resuscitate this guy so he does like the mouth to mouth on him Guess what? Psych bitch turns into a giant ass toad, explodes puss all over this fat ass. And it's like, holy shit. Mom disappears. Reality can often be disappointing. Infinity War, Thanos, Reality Stone style just dusts away. Guess what? Naja pranked you, bitch. He learned the transformation spell. Dumbass while you were asleep. Anyways, actual parents come. They're just like, what the fuck is going on? He's like, I can't do this. I can't teach your child. This is unteachable. And the kid's just like, fuck you guys. And they're like, dude, he's got one year left to live. This sucks. We can't keep him in captivity. Dad's like, I got this. High IQ. Genius plan. So he goes to the kid, tells him, I'm going to tell you something we never told you before. Because he's the demon pill. They never told him that he was literally a fucking demon. Even though he hates being called a demon, he's just a demon. It's like, I'm going to tell you something you never knew before. Guess what, son? You're the spirit pearl he's like holy shit plot twist he's not he's the demon but he's like you're this spirit pearl i don't know how this kid knows what the spirit pearl is again i don't think it's a good translation i don't know everyone in the world fucking knows what demon pill spirit pearl is i don't know how that works but he knows what it is he's just like oh shit i'm the embodiment of like jesus christ or something i was impregnated married by god like that's right you gotta learn your your destiny is to grow up to be a badass demon slayer and the people, they hate you because they're afraid of you. They're afraid of your power, which is kind of true. But they're just like, they're just intimidated by you. Know? You, you got to show them that you're like a regular dude. You got to save their town from a few demons. And they'll love you just like they love your mama, you know? Love, especially love my wife all the time. They love her. Anyways, so they're like, you got to train. You got to learn to fight. He's like, sure, fine, whatever. So he pulls, by the way, at some point in this, I don't remember what happens, but he literally pulls a fucking spear out of the Taoist pants he reaches into the monk's pants and pulls a whole ass spear out i don't know how it works anyways point is time skips a little bit he's been training for a few months now he's in this city and he's like there's like this these this mob of skeletons there's like this skeleton demoness or something he's got to be shit out. he's got the spear now they let him use the spear it's like a flaming spear and this like ribbon it's like this sash that just like does whatever the hell he wants it to yeah, I don't give a shit what it's called. It's a sash. Anyways, he fucking throws it. He's, like, throwing the spear at this demon. He destroys it. He wipes out, like, all these skeletons. And then, like, their skeletons get away. So he, like, slams the spear on the ground. Boosh! And it just, like, sends a shockwave through the entire city, wiping out everything, destroying the street. And, like, all the skeletons are just like, yo, I did it, guys. I fucking won. And then, bam! Psych! Another plot twist. It was a simulation. Okay? They have simulations in this. That's right. Ancient China, because it's painting. Anything can be happening. Anything can be real. It's like... 
Look at this. Didn't you? You destroyed the city. You failed. You idiot. This how is this saving anyone? He's like, fuck. I, I I beat the bad guy. All right. What more do you want from me? I did it. I want. He's like, no. Look at this. And then this is what he does. He tickles inside his pig's nose. Okay, this came out of nowhere. I don't think this is anywhere in the Chinese mythology or anything. This fat monk tickles his fat pig's nose. He sneezes and it freezes time. And then he twists the nose, the pig's snout. He twists it like a goddamn v VCR player. And it rewinds time to show them. And he can look at time backwards from this pig's fucking sneeze. The snot of time. Anyways, they turn back time to look at what he was doing. And she's like, look at this. You literally blew up human beings. You burned them to death just to get these skeletons. And it's like, I guess he just plays too much Call of Duty, you know? He's killing innocent civilians just to get past the objective. He's like, ah, oh, well, I don't give a shit. And he's like, well, clearly you aren't ready. And he's like, that's what you think, bitch. And so he's like, I'm going to go show everyone. I'm going to go kill a real monster. He's like, how are you going to get out of this painting? He's like, bitch, I already got your painting thing. He takes the painting, gets out, and he's like, I already got your brush or whatever. He stole it from him. While he was putting his shit back in the pants. <clears throat> He's reaching into this monk's pants all the time. It's really weird and possibly analogous for uh, Christian mytho for Christian religion and their monks, which are priests. Anyways, point is, he takes this, he's got the paintbrush, he gets out of the painting, and the, his parents and whatever, they're like trapped in the fucking painting. They're like, holy shit, we never saw this coming. He's out and he's like, let's go find some bad guys to kick. So he goes and he sees like, this sludge, this water thing, like the fucking puddle from X-Men. Remember when that politician gets turned into a puddle of water? Yeah, that's this. He comes out of the water and he's like, it's just, it's just some water snaking across the ground. He turns into a ugly-ass monster. He's about to eat a dog. And that child's like, no you ain't, because dogs don't die in Chinese movies. That's not true, they die all the time. But this one ain't. He's like, no, you're not going to do that. And he's like, it's a tiny child. I'll eat this thing instead. Beats the shit out of him, of course. Anyways, he's like, oh, fuck this. I'm getting out of here. He slides away as a puddle. He goes and uh, he, he goes and finds this child. He finds a small little girl. He goes, takes her away. He's like, I'm going to eat this child instead. And then she's like, fuck you. I'm going to catch you, bitch. And so he's like going around, you know, destroying. He's, he's like running through walls. Okay, through. I guess it's probably not concrete. It's like mud, hardened mud. But whatever. He's still running through solid walls of houses bringing down houses as he's chasing this thing it's like an, a horrific spider-man and everyone's like what the hell is ninja doing he's they just assume he's destroying the town he's like gone insane so like freaking out then this guy water jumps into these like vats of water okay there's just a bunch of vats of water sitting out i don't know maybe it's alcohol i don't know why but whatever there's just all these jars of water and he's just like can't find me now bitch it's just like that scene in kung fu panda where they put the where they put the scroll under the bowls and then they gotta play with the giant ass chopsticks. You know, remember that? Anyways, it's like that. So he's like, "All right, I'll destroy these one by one." And he can't find. It. It's like, "Fine, I'll just smoke you up." He just sets the entire thing on fire. He blows up every single jar. Everyone's freaking out. I think he's insane. But then the water thing gets out. But it's water. No one knows what the fuck is going on. It's just water moving around. Apparently, they're all blind. None of them can see water just moving on its own. Anyway, he's chasing it. He chases it down to the beach. He's got this girl. Like, stop, I'm gonna stop you, bitch. And then, he's like, oh yeah? Well, I'm from the water. See if you can catch me underwater, firehead. You know, you can't use fire underwater, dumbass. So he jumps to dive into the water, hits the water, and it's, fuck you, it's ice. It's completely frozen over at ice. He breaks his, he shatters his jaw and teeth against it. 
drops the child. Um, and then, out of nowhere, this badass robed-looking blue and white dude flies in and just starts to kicking the shit out of this demon. He's like, with his, like, palm and stuff. And he's, like, not even breaking his way. He's, like, using one hand. And he's, like, dodging out of the way and just beats the shit out of him. Gets the baby back and it's fine. And he's, like, bitch, you're down. And then he looks at this kid and he's just like, what the hell are you? And then this, and then this dude is like, no, fuck it. And then like, fuck you. This is my fight to win. You know, I was, I'm going to be a hero. So he, like, takes the baby, throws it back to the, the demon and he's like they're fighting each other okay and it's like oh, i want to save the baby and they're fighting each other and it's like the most kick-ass fight i've ever seen in chinese animation it's fucking awesome i love this fight it looks super badass cool and it's amazing how they made it look good considering this kid is like two feet tall and this dude is a full-ass grown human it's incredible it's like yoda fighting palpatine all over again and while they're fighting this demon's just like you fools you, it's like, you fool, Thundercross split attack. You fell for it, fool, Thundercross split attack. You may have outsmarted me, but I outsmarted yours. Outsmarting all that anime shit. Anyways, he's just like, while you two were fighting, you gave me a chance to unleash my secret weapon. And this is some shit. I don't know why he never did this before, but he does it now because apparently it needs a lot of time to, uh, to charge up or some shit. He just blows some bubbles, okay? He blows a shit ton of bubbles. One of them touches this dude's hand. Touches this dude's hand, his hand turns to stone. He's got bubbles of petrification. He can turn you to fucking stone with bubbles. Doesn't make any sense, but it's cool as hell. And like, well, that sucks. He blows so many bubbles, he surrounds them all entirely in bubbles. He's immune to it because of his slime or some shit. She's like, now you can't move anywhere. And so, this dude is like, he's like, well, fuck. And he gets hit by a bunch of bubbles. And he's like, almost completely turned to stone. Alright, and then the jaw's like, well, I can handle this. He's got his hand turned to stone right so he's like i'll destroy the bubbles with my stone hand because i'm a genius so he's like i was like this is too many. he just keeps blowing more and more he's like it's too many of them what am i gonna do mascara is too many and what are we gonna do grabs the dude who's mostly turned to stone only like one little tiny bit of his face is not turned to stone grabs this blue and white dude and just starts fucking spinning him like it's nothing he starts spinning him like a wooden plank into the bubbles to knock them out of the way because he's almost entirely stone and it doesn't matter he hucks the entire stone dude at this monster. Beats the shit out of him. He gets to him, he's just like, he, he like pins him down, he's like, fuck you. We got the baby back. Give us a cure for the stone shit. He's just like, we're fine. I don't know what this dude's deal is. He loves the gross humor. This is where it lost me a bit. There's a lot of gross out humor in this. I don't really get it. The dude's cure, this monster's cure for his stone thing. He just, like, starts squeezing snot out of his nose. And it's ridiculous. It doesn't look like snot, but it's still gross. It's not quite as gross as actual snot, but it's, like, green slime. I don't know how. The animation, I have to say, is gorgeous, but it was wasted on this scene because, holy shit. Like, it looks opaque, but there's, like, a layer of it that's clear. It looks like a layer of clear snot over an opaque blob of snot. It's disgusting. Gives it to him. He's like, this is the cure. It's like, well, shit, bottoms up. Drinks the whole thing down. He's like, okay, wait, but how do I get this dude to drink it? He's, his mouth is frozen. He's like, bitch, you thought you can just apply it to the skin. He's like, holy shit, you played me like a goddamn fiddle. Don't know how this this monster can still be so audacious after you guys ass kicked by each one of those two people individually, and now they're both working together. Point is, he gets away. The, he was gonna, Naja was probably gonna kill him, but this other dude, after they unstonify him, is nice. He's like, you gave us a cure, so I'll let you live this time, but, you know, I'll fuck you up if we meet again, if you ever do bad things again. He lets him go. 
Anyways, he lets him go. And he's just like, all right, well, that's that. So who are you? And he's like, I don't know. I'm just this Najam's guy. Who are you? They actually don't ask each other's names because they're dumbasses. But they're like, looks like we're on the same team. We fought side by side, so now we're friends. It's like, yeah, okay, sure, why not? I don't give a shit. I just wanted the fame. Anyways, so then, guess what? They get out there because this, this dude's Najah's still super angsty teen even though he's literally two years old but anyways he's like it's like i just i don't know i never had a friend i don't want to talk to you just leave me alone he's like hey want to play with this thing i have no idea where he gets it but he pulls out he fucking pulls out that thing that he was playing with the shuttlecock now these two dudes are both playing with each other's shuttlecocks no, they're playing with one shuttlecock. Anyways, no, they're shuttling the shit out of this thing to each other because now they're both superhuman badasses. So they're both like breaking the sound barriers. They kick it at each other and they're like just catching it like it's nothing and it's badass. And this little child doesn't give a shit about her parents that she got taken away from. She's just watching happily. She's happy to watch these two just play with projectiles of mass destruction. She doesn't get hurt at all somehow. They, they're doing this until like sundown, okay? And then the guy's finally like, hey, I never asked your fucking name. He's like, I'm Najah. He's like, oh, I'm the, this guy. I don't remember his name. Doesn't matter. He's like, dude, we're friends now. Let me give you this shell. You blow into this shell, I'll find you. Doesn't matter where. I don't know if this guy's got superhero, Superman hearing, or if it's just like a special shell. I don't fucking know. But he's like, give you shell, you blow it, I'll find you. Goes, he leaves. <laughs> he's like, Finally, the village catches up. It's been an entire day. It's sundown now. They just found this little girl. Dumbass village. Okay, and then... And then just like... <laughs> Look at this. This is a demon. Took the, this dumbass kid. The kid who was, you know, trying to fuck him up before. And then got fell into his own trap. He's like, this kid stole the baby. And he's like, no, I saved the baby. God damn, fuck you. He's like, no, he stole the baby. I don't know who this kid is, this, what this little girl is to him. Like his sister or what. But he like, grabs the baby and like the mom's there. And she's like, oh, you monster. And then so without even asking any question, they immediately go and start beating the shit out of him. The woman takes like a broom and breaks over his head. And he's just like, fuck you. He doesn't, it doesn't hurt him at all, but he's pissed off. So he grabs it, hurls her like into the ocean. Like, he's a monster. So they all go start beating the shit out of him. And he's just standing there as they're breaking wooden weapons over his skull and he's just clenching his fist like the arthur meme in rage he's about to annihilate all of them he could wipe out this entire village without breaking a sweat once again fat monk comes in saves their lives they, he saves every single one of these village people guess what mom and dad also show up they yell at him don't once defend him this is the part i don't get this doesn't make any fucking sense well obviously the kid broke out he he broke out of the painting or whatever that was bad but and they didn't see what happened, okay, so they don't know if he's telling the truth or not. But the dad, professional monster killer, sees the slime. And he's like, he identifies, he's like, I know this monster. It's this, this slimy water monster. I know you're telling the truth, son. So he's like, I know what happened. But I'm not going to tell anyone in the village about it because I'm a dumbass. I don't know why. He captures, he actually goes and captures the monster. And he's like, we're going to prove it to everyone you're innocent. So let's just fast forward a little bit. Some shit happens. Kid gets sad, whatever. They're like, we're going to throw you a the best birthday party on your third birthday that you ever done had because you know the mom knows he's about to die so whatever they go take him to his birthday and then the dad's like listen this kid you gotta go to this party i know you were innocent so on your birthday i'm gonna reveal this monster to the city town people and they're gonna learn that you were actually innocent it's like badass anyways so this bad guy who's been gone forever oh yeah by the way it turns out bad guy that, that friend that Najah made, blue and white badass, he goes home. Turns out his home with the bad guy with the dragons. He's the son of a dragon. 
He's got dragon horns, part I forgot to mention. So he's also a freak. He was wearing a hood to cover the dragon horns. Nudjok kicked off the hood. He didn't give a shit that the guy was a dragon because he's a monster too. So it's like, ah, oh, we're monsters together, you know? He goes home and is like, dude, I made a friend. And bad guy's just like, what the fuck? You don't have time for friends. Like, yeah, but he was this little cool red dude and he didn't care. I was a dragon. He's like, fuck you. That's a demon pill. That's your sworn enemy. You're the spirit pearl. And he's like, holy shit. What the hell am I supposed to do now? And she's like, gotta kill him. And he's like, oh, fuck. Alright. Anyways. Najah's like getting ready for his birthday. And then bad guy comes and tells him that he's actually the demon pearl. Demon pill. Oh, but before that, he goes and he does the con he does the con shell thing. He gives him like an invitation to this guy. And he's just like, you gotta come to my birthday, man. It's gonna be dope as fuck. And he's like, dude, you saved my life. I'll do anything for you. He's like, dude, I'm a lonely ass bitch. I don't have any friends. I just want you to come to my goddamn birthday party. Kind of sick. I mean, think about it. He's three years old and he's never had a friend to his birthday party. So, goes back home. Evil guy comes, tells him he's a demon pill. So he's like, oh, fuck. He was like so excited. And then he's going out for his birthday and he's like, he's walking super upset. And you're, and every, you're in the audience, you're just like, oh, god damn. Because all these people were like, don't want to be here because they think he's a monster. And he's like, oh, no, but he's going to be super nice. And he's going to prove to them that he's a good guy by being nice to them. <laughs> because he knows that they're going to find out he's wrong and they're going to they're gonna be nice to him. Anyways, he's like, fucking. Oh, god damn, dude, he's like so pissed, and so everyone's just like, oh, look at how angry he looks, he must be a bad guy, it's like, oh, god damn it, you're perpetuating your own racial stereotypes, no, it's not, I'm kidding, no, but seriously, he like looks all pissed and stuff, and then he sees that little girl that he saved, and the girl's like, the girl's know what's up, she's like, you saved my life, bitch, he's, she like goes to hold his hand, she's like, oh, yeah, sweet, and then the mom pulls it back, and he's like, oh, fucking break your skull and tear your brains out, but he doesn't, he's got self-control, he goes up, they give him some presents, best goddamn presents in the world, I don't know what the mom gives him, but Monk gives him back his spear and his sash. And guess what else he gives him? A ride. Guess where it came from? I knew this kid had this thing. I had no idea. Another huge plot twist. Takes the pig and he's like, this pig is yours now. It'll turn into whatever vehicle suits you best. And he's like, alright, sweet. Pig turns into two flaming golden rings. And they go on his feet. And he can spin around like a badass, like fucking thrasher rollerblades. It's sick and metal as fuck. It's the coolest thing in Chinese mythology ever. It's this kid who rides around on spinning golden flaming wheels. That's like... That's like 30 degrees above how, however cool Mad Max ever gets. It's insanity. I had no idea it was going to be this fat pig, which can turn back time. Anyways, point is, he gets that. That's some good shit from his monk master. His dad's just like, I'm going to give you this charm that will protect you. Like, that's pretty shitty, but whatever gave it to me. I don't know what the mom gives him, like a hug or something. And he's like, that's awesome. Thanks, guys. By the way, why didn't you tell me I was a demon pill? You lied to me. You told me I was a spirit pill. You told me I was a good guy. I'm actually a bad guy. You lied to me. I hate you guys. Then, this bad guy, we didn't see it, but he had actually taught this kid how to take off the ring that was used to control him. I totally forgot to mention it. The monk put a ring that controls him. A lot like Monkey King. You probably don't know. Monkey King has a headband so that his master can just like say some prayer shit and it'll tighten around his skull and he'll be like, oh, fuck. It, there's a lot of this weird subjugation like uh, submission fetish in in Chinese mythology, but whatever. That's just because they keep making. See, this is this is the thing that Chinese mythology got that anime lots of times fails to do. They make overpowered characters, and then that's how they limit them. Is they put a fucking golden ring on them. So this kid has like a golden ring around his neck, keeps him from going infernal. That's why he's still like a baby, but he's maturing fast. So he learns a spell to take the ring off. He takes it off, and he fucking goes inferno. He literally looks like an infernate, but a human. He just comes like full size. He's like eight or nine feet tall and he's like all burning like flames coming out of his hair like a ghost rider and they just gave him the weapons 
Okay, so he just starts terrorizing. He just starts killing everyone because all these people are still assholes to him. And his parents are like, gotta fight him. And it's like, and he doesn't even give a shit. He just like beating the shit. He's, he would kill his dad. But just then, evil guy has got the ring because like, we're going to be the savior now. We're going to be the heroes of the dragon world. Guess what? The dragons, all the dragons, there's a ton of dragons under the water. And they all gave this dude they all gave this spirit dude their hardest scale. They gave him his dragon scale armor. Really badass. It just looks like his clothes, but it's like the hardest armor in the world. So anyways, it's like, you're going to be a hero now. You're going to save everyone, and you're going to free dragons. It's like, that's pretty badass. I would watch this guy's perspective of the story. So he comes. But unfortunately, what that means is they have to crush everyone in the goddamn village just to kill this one demon guy. Which I don't understand because he's going to get struck by lightning anyways. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is, but that's their plan. It's because they're evil, okay? So he comes in. He's like, I'm going to save you. Here, look. I got this ring. You got to put it back on him. He throws it to the monk. He puts it back on the guy's neck, and he's back to a kid again. Dude, everything's so fast-paced at this point because now this guy's like, oh, you're a savior. You saved us. What, are, what can we ever do to repay you? He's like, nah, it's cool. I'm a friend of your sons, and he's like, just don't give a shit about me. He doesn't want to destroy everyone because it's his friend. He's like, I, don't, I can't kill him. And so the master's like, yes, okay, I'll give you one chance to be the good guy, and you'll see. And so. And it's just like, and it's like, oh, I got thank you. And this dumbass dad who's like normally so poised and it's, it's totally for plot convenience, but who gives a shit? He pulls off his Robux and he pulls off his hood, reveals the dragon horns. Instantly, everyone goes full racist mode again, just like with the demon boy. They're just like, oh, he's a dragon. He's got to be evil. They don't ask a single question. It's like, I knew there was something off about you. The dad who's just like all bound to him and she's like, oh, let me offer you a drink. He's immediately like, I knew something was off about you. No, you didn't. You didn't fucking know a thing. It's like Mysterio and... Sam Jackson is just like, oh, I knew, I knew someone was fishing, and Murray Hill's like, he had no fucking clue. Of course, they were scrolls, so they didn't know shit, but it doesn't matter. So he's like, oh, I knew someone was off, but they're gonna attack me. He's like, fuck you, bitch, just like Naja. He's like, I can beat you all with my eyes closed. So he's not, see, he's not limited by a ring, so he's actually way more powerful than Naja is with the ring on. So he's just like, ah, oh, fuck off. And he beats them away. Dude, this guy's got insane weapons. This is one of the most, Chinese came with the most ridiculous weapons. They're practical, but they look insane. They just look so novel. One of their weapons, it's like a mace, but taken to the next level. And he makes them out of ice. It's a mace, except it's a handle. And at the end, instead of, like, the mace cylinder, it's a massive orb. It's just a ball. It's a big-ass atlas ball. And you just slam them around. And he could not use it with that physique, but just because he's so inhumanly strong. So that's his weapon. He's like, you guys suck. My master was right. You are racist. I'm going to bury your entire town under ice. That's right, ice. He takes water from the oceans. He starts pulling the oceans out because his thing is water. The other dude's fire, all right? It's like Pokemon all over again. He starts taking entire oceans above the city. He builds an entire ocean, freezes the whole thing, creates Sokovia out of ice over this village. He's going to crash it down like Ultron. And he's like building it up, building it up. And Naja comes back and he's just like, you can't do this. Even though I'm your friend, I'm going to have to beat the shit out of you because that's not right. So he's like, I can't beat him in my weakened state. So I got to go Inferno again, but I'm going to keep control. So he does the spell again. He like undoes the ring, but he puts it on his wrist. So he still has all the power, but he still has control. I don't know how that works, but it does. So then he goes Inferno and he's like, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. And just like combusking fighting like some shit. I don't have any clue what you would call that ice dude. They're beating the shit out of each other. And then evil guy's master comes. He's like, no, I'm going to help you, student. And then the mentor, the monk, he's like, I'm going to help you, student. So now they're fighting. So the masters are fighting and the students are fighting. And it's like, it was a badass fight. And like the dad and the mom, they can't do shit. They're just sitting there, all right? 
And then, like, dude, the kid who came back, he was, like, he was super pissed at his parents, right? He, like, ran away. But he came back because the pig comes. The pig, which was the ring feet, turns back into a pig and is, like, go back in time. Do the time thing. He goes back, shows him his dad way back when he went to heaven. Guess what? Another plot twist. He actually talked to Cloud Dude, and Cloud Dude was like, sorry, you can't break this curse. It's going to strike your son with literal bolts of lightning when he in three years. But you can transfer it. So he makes him these spells. He's just like, you put this on the guy who's cursed. You put this on someone else, and it'll swap the curse. So then they'll get struck by lightning instead. This Cloud guy doesn't give a fuck. He just wants to like talk with these people. So he doesn't at all care that he's literally trading lies with, like, for a kid for some actual adult. And Dad's like, sweet, I'll do it. So he's like, that charm he gave to the kid, it was the thing. It was that patch that's going to, like, swap it with him. The dad's wearing his. And he's like, I give you this to protect you. What it actually means is when the lightning strikes, it'll actually strike the dad instead. But this kid's just like, can't let you do that. So he takes the thing off him. He's like, I'm going to get struck by lightning. And they have this whole fight. And then there's like, this kid, the Najai uses his transform thing. So he turns into the master. And he's like, yo, spirit dude i'm your friend i'm your master let me come help you and, he, and he's like all right sweet and he, and he pokes him in the ass but he doesn't realize he's got with his spear but he doesn't realize he's got the, the dragon scale armor so it doesn't hurt him it's like you dumbass he kicks him out of the way and there's like smoke everywhere i don't remember how there's smoke it's probably because the ice and the fire are clashing there's smoke and mist everywhere and so the actual master's there and he's like and the dude sees his weapon and he's like oh shit i got a spear and he's got his actual staff or whatever so he changes his staff into the spear and he changes his spear into the staff. So now it looks like he's his the actual master is the fake one. And Naja is the real master. He's just like, hey, I'm your master. And then this dude shows up. He's like, I'm your master. And he's like, no, he's the fake. I'm your master. And he's like, yeah, look, you got the spear. You didn't pay attention to detail. So he kicks the shit. And then Naja is just like, let me help you, student. And so Naja and the spirit dude are both helping beat up on his own master. And it's fucking insane. <laughs> and finally he changes back. He's like, you idiot. I'm the real one. And he's like, oh, shit, I fucked up. And so go back to fighting. It's fucking free for all four people it's insanity and then the monk comes is like this is too much and he like mirror dimensions them just like in doctor strange except it's not the mirror dimension it's the painting dimension so he pulls out his painting and whips around and they all go into the painting and so now they got the paintbrush and they can do whatever they want and the evil guy's like we need to get the painting because that's the only way we can get out or the paintbrush so that's the only way we can get out and this noja's got the paintbrush and he's like using them and he's like flipping them all around and, and he's like terrible at painting so he keeps like making all this shit and they like do a pinball uh, pin oh fuck they do a pinball sequence anyways and then they all get frozen in this giant bowl of ice and then the monk uses his literal farts to propel them towards the paintbrush to get the paintbrush get themselves out of the painting shatter the ice right in front of the dad and the mom and they're like continuing fighting and like fucking what happens then? They they reconcile. The dad, the dude, the kid is like, dude, you don't want to do this. And he's like, yeah, I do. I have to. And he's like, no, man, that's not cool. You're killing a bunch of people. And then he's like, sorry, dad. I know this sucks, but like, yeah, I'm gonna have to die, not you. And the dad's like, no. And then it's like time for the lightning. And like, oh shit, it's happening. And the evil dude's like, yeah, it's happening. And he's like, all right, so I'm gonna go let myself get struck by lightning now. It's cool. And so then he's like, he flies up, and the lightning comes down on him. And then 
His friend dude comes. He's like, fuck you, bitch. You're not dying on my watch. He throws his dragon scale armor out and turns it into a force field of dragon scales. And he's like, boosh. And the lightning strikes it instead. And he's like, are you insane? You're going to die too. And he's like, yeah, of course I'm an idiot. I'm your friend, aren't I? And he's like, Wah. And they're both holding down just a lightning storm. And I thought it was just going to be a single bolt of lightning. But it's like a cloud, a vortex of just lightning shooting down at them. It's like lasers and insanity. And it shatters it shatters the the dragon scale and so now they're just absorbing the fucking energy themselves and they're like putting it together and then the monk's like dude i had no idea they could absorb this much energy and then god up in the heavens is like an idiot because he could have just killed him in any other way he probably could just instantaneously kill this kid he could have just done that like he could just done one of them spells probably just be like instant death like slash kill and then but say he's like, let's use lightning. Okay, give him a chance to absorb it all. So he absorbs it all, turns into his own ball of lightning, is like, let's give it back to him. And they throw the ball of lightning back at another ball of lightning that's coming at them. Except their ball is smaller, but they're stronger, so it's better. So then they destroy that. Everything explodes. And then the monk is like, fuck, I'm getting in on this shit. Uh, and then he throws the bean pot over them. And then... Everything's destroyed, and everyone comes back too. And then they see two little like ghost dudes. It's like the kid and his friend, and they're in the pot. And it's like, what the fuck is this? It's like they they died. I'll be honest, they straight up died. The main character and the main villain, who was also kind of a good guy, they both just straight up died. But I saved their souls, and that's all that matters because they were literally balls before they were given a physical form. So it doesn't really matter. So they're just spirits now that live inside of this this lotus pot and that's it and it's like time for a sequel insane movie it's on netflix as well it's on netflix in english go watch it's like it's got some low points but holy shit it's it's the most ridiculous thing i've ever seen and it's not ridiculous in about it's just nothing like animation you would see from like western movies DC animated movies can go suck an ass. Wild ride. Holy shit. So today, uh, what we hopefully learned is don't make assumptions about uh, racial prejudice and civil rights movements. And also watch Chinese animated movies. I didn't plan on those. I... I had hoped to talk about both of those things. I had not planned on them being on the same episode and coming together. Um, and also, I only got through two topics today. Uh, I really... Apparently, they were both about racisms, racism. I really didn't expect it to tie together that well. Uh, but yeah, no, I didn't. I had plans for both these topics and not for any of them at the same time. But, you know, it just worked out that way. Ain't that a bitch? Thank you.